are. Uh, okay, we're beginning the third parak here of Tomer Dvora, and we are seeing what is a uh, very, very, I think, fascinating and important idea. The Ramak here says as follows: Has the person cultivate within themselves this mida of wisdom? He says he describes about how the Rebbeinu Shalom works. Some of this is very kabbalistic. God's Chachma is, is vast. God's Chachma is all-inclusive. It's Prusha al-Kohan Imsahim. So a lot of the Ramaks can describe how we can model ourselves after the Bonus Olam. So God is, does stuff with enormous Chachma. It's important for Chachma that a person be wise, that a person be deliberate in the choices that they make. And I think about, based on my Chachma, how can I improve the life of other people, each and every person? And here he says a very sharp insight. It's a very sharp insight, which I think is very uh, it's underappreciated. There are two ways that Chachma works. He's just talking here a little bit in terms of spheros and the way things work, you know, in, in, the, in the upper worlds. But we'll talk about the part which is, I think, more understandable for us. There's part of Chachma, which is Hapona El HaKeser. Part of Chachma is looking up and being Mekabal from the wisdom that is above. When you are Mekabal, the wisdom that is above, so I'm not looking downwards at all. I'm just receiving wisdom. That is all that I am doing. Hapen Hasheni, the second element of Chachma. Hatachton is Haponilamata, Lahashkiach, Alehem. So he says, and the second element of Chachma is when you look down. Is when you look down. That's how there are spheros, the world is structured. So says the Torah as follows, so too with, with, with man. That a person with their Chachma should have two steps in terms of your wisdom and how your wisdom is acquired and how your wisdom is used. The first step of Chachma is being Mikabel from Ribbon Sha'olam, being Mikabel Chachma by being just thinking about and working on cultivating a degree of wisdom. Habez is Lilamid Bnei Adam Meoso Chachma. Is to then, once I've received Chachma, to be able to teach, to give over. Because Baruch Hu gave me the opportunity to learn this Chachma. I have to now share it with, with others. With others. It's a two-step process in many ways. I want to try to just elaborate on this a little bit. A little bit. Let me, let me just try and, uh, and clarify. Step like one. We want to be like Rabbanu Sholem. A lot of the Sefer is all about how we can be like Rabbanu Sholem. When the Rabbanu Sholem, so komasiv yiyunasim al tarachachma, that Rabbanu Sholem kulam chachmasisa, everything Rabbanu Sholem does is wise. Meaning, it's not like there are things God did that he like really invested in, and there are things God did that were like, eh, let's see how that goes. But there's a degree of being deliberate, wise, insightful about everything that a person, everything that, that, that a person does. That's what the Rabbanu Sholem does. That is what we are that's what we are looking to do. We're also looking to be able to share that Chachma. 
looking to share that Chachma. They quote the Ramban and his drasha on Kohelas, writes how Shlomo HaMelech, who is the Chacham, Mikol Adam, Hayamakil Kol Yisrael, Venosin Lehem Yom Moedli Kabetz Yushalayim, that Shlomo HaMelech would gather in Klal Yisrael, and Shlomo HaMelech would share his Chachma with them. Akadekach V'yu, Gam HaUmos Ba'os L'Shmoa, the Ramban writes in Kohelas, even the non-Jews would all come to hear the Chachma of Shlomo, that Chachma is something which if a person has Chachma, that Chachma needs to be shared with others, it needs to be given over, it needs to be given over. And in many ways, that's part of, that's part of what the Achrayis is of, of all of us, to be able to teach, to be able to share, to be able to give over. There's something very fundamental about what the Torah Dvor writes here, which I think needs to be elaborated upon. I don't know if I say this over in yeshiva so often. I say it in the summer sometimes to the whatever that there's a machlok between the Ram and the Bahak, and, and, and I think this is the way that I would frame the Iker Chiddush. I think of the Ramak. The machlok the Ram and the Bahak. There seems to be um, there is a mitzvah to learn Torah and there is a mitzvah to teach Torah. The machlok is Harishonim is is that one mitzvah or is that two mitzvahs? The Rambam maintains, I believe, that Lilmod Ulamid is all one mitzvah. There's one mitzvah of learning and teaching. The Bahag counts that as two separate as two separate mitzvahs. Typically, when people quote that machlokas, I think there are many, this is my own impression, I can't prove this to you, but I feel like when I've heard that machlokas being quoted, the people who quote it often have an extra affinity for Shittas HaRambam. The Rambam plays up learning Torah as being very much connected to teaching Torah. In fact, the Rambam, in fascinating ways, when you go to the beginning of Hilkos Talmud Torah, emphasizes Lalame Torah, sometimes in ways where it sounds like Lil Mode is even like geared just towards Lilame. It's all very much interconnected. The reason why people are very sympathetic to that, I think, is because we're looking for a world in which my learning sometimes can feel somewhat almost selfish. It's a learning which is only about me. And what the Rambam does is the Rambam's saying, even your own learning isn't just really about you. Your own learning is about the opportunity to share and to give over with other people. Lil Mode, you know, Ulalamid. Lomod Almanas Lalamid, it frames your whole learning differently when it's all about an element of Lalamid, a certain kind of connection. It takes a learning which could be viewed on one level as selfish, and now it's about like the role of teaching, the role of you know perpetuating misora, and, and that view becomes one that many people I think are deeply sympathetic to. I am intrigued by the other view, the view of the Bahag, that there is a mitzvah of Lomod and there is a mitzvah of Lalamid. Of course they're both important. But what would be the significance? They're both about Talmud Torah. Why count them as two as two separate mitzvahs? So there are ways to answer that question if we were giving more of a lumdish shashir about it. What does it take to be counted as two separate mitzvahs? What does the mice of each one look like? But I always thought there was something else going on in the Bahag, which I was very happy in seeing this in Torah Mitzvora, because I, I, I think it's a similar kind of a, kind of a yesod. Learning is really important, and teaching is really important. But, but... If the only learning that I do is in order to teach, if all of my learning is just so that I can share with others, there's a real deficiency in my, in my learning itself and somewhat of a deficiency sometimes in the way that it's taught. There are two different methodologies, one called learning and the other called teaching. And if we mix them too much, we'll end up with lower quality Talmud Torah and I would argue ultimately lower quality teaching of Torah. Let me elaborate on what I mean. The Torah Devar writes that there are two steps. There's a step where you look up and you are Mechabal Chachma. There is a separate step in which once you have Chachma, you now share that Chachma with others. 
We know that those are two steps. We can probably identify people. We're not, you know, calling out names here. We can definitely identify people, at least I could at least envision there being people, and maybe no one actual, who are people who are incredibly, incredibly learned. They've mastered the Lilmo Torah, but they're not that great as far as the Lilamid goes. They struggle with sharing Torah. They struggle with giving it over. They're huge Talmud Hachamim that have a hard time, you know, sometimes like... Uh, not because they're fault. They, they may have a they may have a hard time being able to share that. Maybe they have a a terrible stutter. Maybe they have other challenges that make it difficult for them to share and give over Torah. There are also people, and I, and, and and again, this phenomenon certainly could be true. That teach Torah are very dynamic and very charismatic, but you wouldn't really ask them like Aguna Shilas. You wouldn't really view them as the model of like this person really has like mastered. You can be very talented and do a great job. But 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 that that lil mode is is not as strong or not as solid. Ideal chachma says says Tomitzvora. I think it's again part of that bahag is a two step process. And let's be let's define a little bit that two step that two step process. One, it has to be step one is your mikabel chachma. That means that there is serious real learning. Your koveya zmanim in which a person is learning and learning in a very, very focused way and learning in a way which is in many ways sort of independent. You are just the way he says it. You're just sitting there and you are learning strong and you're learning very, very strong. That is is massively, massively important. Massively important. And then, once a person has learned very, very well, not geared towards teaching, geared towards building themselves, geared towards mastering Chachma, geared towards being a person that, that really, really knows Torah and is Kona Torah. So then there's a separate skill. And that separate skill is called Lalami. That separate skill is where you then give it over. It's where you then give it over. What that means is, what that means is the, the following. There's like an interesting phenomenon. Rabbi Lam once wrote an article about this. He wrote this yesterday. So aside from being a Rosh Hashiva, in Wayu, Rosh Hashiva, Rosh Kola in Wayu. So the Rosh Kolo, the Rosh Kolo of the Baron Kola Elyon, or Willa Giza, the Wexner Kola Elyon, and the Wexners and the Barons, when they initially gave the money, to people post-Smicha, continue learning for a couple of years. And a lot of the goal of it is to produce, let's say, like future leaders for Klal Yisrael, things like that. So the first Masechah that they learned was Masechah Zvachim, was Masechah Zvachim. So Rabbi Lamb wrote an introduction to the, uh, the Kol Tzvi, their journal, and Masechah Zvachim, and he, he has the following question. It's an, it, it's an unbelievable piece. It's like a beautiful description of the power of Kachim, which it's, it's really beautiful. But Rabbi Lamb asked the Kachim, I understand, if we're trying to produce future leaders, so I would have thought that the Limud should be much more focused on a Limud, Limud which will more directly impact the way in which they're going to be able to share, to share Torah. Learn something that's going to either, they're going to have to teach one day, and that will be more engaging, or maybe learn things that are lemaisa, they won't have to teach them, enter shilas in that, make sure they're really holding well, and maybe in the regular smicha curriculum, there's less time on, in hilchos mezuzah, hilchos nidarim, and some of the more complex areas of, of hilchos shabbos, or your day, find areas that aren't addressed the same way, and address those areas, wouldn't that be the greater sort of attempt at being able to, that's you want to produce future people. That's how you produce, you know, future future people. So I think the answer is, and remember, again, right there, from a custom perspective in a certain sense, it's actually not true. It's actually not true. And many of Kalal Yisrael's most impactful and influential leaders 
were able to understand the Maila of mastering Torah and even those areas of Torah that were less what we would call like practically going to be relevant for what they were going to teach and practically relevant. It, it's the kind of Torah which transforms a person. It's the kind of Torah which builds a person. And then when that person starts teaching, when that person starts teaching, so then it's a different, it's a different ball game entirely. It's a different world because you're so much bigger and your Torah that you're macabre is so much greater that now when you go teach, you have so much more to choose from. You're so much more qualified and your appreciation for the vastness of Torah is so much greater. Your appreciation for all that's present in Torah, because I'm not limited just to what's practically relevant. There's such a different madrega when you're able to be macabre. I remember when I was learning Misachas Chulin. So I have the same kavrusa, more or less, from the end of Shanabat through a lot of smicha. We learned morning Seder and we learned night Seder together for, for the majority of that time. Uh, a lot, a lot of hours a day. A lot of hours a day. So I remember we were learning Chulin together. So if you picked up on the, the Dayan's Hakdama to Rodin's like yesterday, you'll be sympathetic to what I say. I, I would not have to, uh, you know, apologize for, uh, you know, breaking away from a Masora like, like, like Ray Rosenfeld did yesterday, as far as a particular kind of emphasis. Messing around a little bit. But I remember learning Kulin in Yerodeya. Yeah. So there, it, it, people learn in Halakha Lemaisa. People learn in Halakha Lemaisa. Okay. I, 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 at the time, was less, uh, didn't want to focus as much on the Halakha Lemaisa. I went to a shir that gave over the Lemaisa, but I wanted to learn morning Seder. I wanted to learn those sugyas, Be'in, Kulin, Be'in. So I remember we were learning, uh, we were learning sugyas of Bittol Beshishim, and Bittol Bittol Beshishim, and uh, there's a lot of different rechaims. We got a couple of different rechaims, and I spent a lot of time in Rambam Shita, a lot of time in that. I remember, my, I remember we spoke to Rosenzweig about it at one point. That was it was cool to see how good he is and everything. So we were, um, so we were. I remember when we were talking about it. We were both going into the track of, of, of teaching and saying how, like, I think we had a very nice mahalach, a very nice mahalach. But it was like, you know what? Odds are we will never share this with with anyone. You know, odds are we'll never share this because. Am I ever going to be giving, like, even if I'd be in a reality at some point in time where I'd be teaching these sugyas in the other day, it'd probably be more halakha. Like, when am I ever going to have time to, you know, or whatever it happens to be. So, Rosh Hashem, we're able to mechazik at certain times in the week when we can do things like this. But, but, um, but I remember, and then you get to this, like, interesting question. Does that mean that, as far as what I want to do, as far as the lulamid, is there any, does this play any role at all? So the first thing is maybe it doesn't, maybe that's okay. It's a separate step called the mitzvah of lilmod. Not all lilmod is only relevant because it's going to be lilame. That's one part of the Baha'i. One part is being mikabel chachma. When Shlomo HaMelech, as Ramban wrote there in Rashi Koheles, taught Torah, he didn't teach all of his chachma. He taught the chachma that was most relevant lechora for the people that were going to be coming in and listening to it. So maybe they're not going to be getting all of it, but maybe there's toeles and being mikabel chachma, even if nothing at all. But, but maybe, though, that's not entirely true. And, and maybe... All the Torah that we learn, even if I'm never going to be able to share X, or I'm never going to share Y, even if you're learning Baba Basra, I'm never going to be able, I'm not going to share Miko Makam Chazaka ever. It doesn't mean that it doesn't transform in many ways the kind of person that you are when you're Mikabal, that Chachma, that kind of relationship with the Bonash Olam, and then when a person shares Torah, and then when a person gives over Torah, they're a different kind of person. They're a different kind of person. The mile of independent, serious Talmud Torah, being Mikabal, all the Chachma you can. And then, okay, period, done. Because that's valuable, independently chashev. It's so important. But then when you give over, so you'll, you'll choose what's most relevant. But you'll be a different person as a result of getting, of getting all of that, all of that. 
But the Ramak clarifies all of the Chachma that I'm a Kabel, it's not for me, and I'm supposed to the best of my ability to be able to to be able to share it in a way which is in a way which is critical, in a way which is very, very important. He quotes here Goldberg, who put out the one of the Tomatvoras, is Rashiba Tell, so he quotes from his grandfather, great grandfather, that that elaborates on Tomatvora and writes as follows. I don't know what time it is. Okay. This idea that when I learn, so I, of course, the first step, I'm a Kabbal, all the Torah I can be Kabbal, all the Chacham I can be Kabbal. But the second step is I have to have an Achrai to try to share it. This is one of the Midas of a Chacham, is to want to share it with others. So, if it's safer, Chachamim who have a base Medrash, they, they have the opportunity to give Shir, or they write Svarim. Even when you sit alone, if you're learning properly, even when you're alone in the room, you're not really, you're not really alone, because all the chachma that you're learning, amikabel all that chachma. But then there is a recognition. There's a second step. Second step is a different methodology called teaching, and that second step is a step which I'm going to be able to embrace. For what people are supposed to, for people are supposed to hear, and for what people are are supposed to are supposed to do. And that sense says 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 the Torah Dvorah, there's two elements to Chachma. I want to be Mekabal Chachma, I want to share Chachma. Be Mekabal Chachma means learning everything I can learn, Bikvias, with set times, when I misbodate sometimes, I'm alone in that room, and I'm up late at night, and there's no one around, it's 2.30 in the morning, and I'm on one of these, like, uh, you know, I signed up for the 2 to 4 slot, and I'm, and, and, I'm, and, and I'm there, and there's not a lot of people there, or it's a Friday night, and I'm going from, like, 6 p.m. till 6 a.m., or whatever it is, and I'm just sitting there, and I'm doing my thing. All of those kinds of opportunities are massive amounts of being mikabel chachma. Once I have acquired that chachma, once I've acquired it, becomes the second step, which is how do I then share and deliver that chachma to others? For the Rambam, it's one mitzvah, the Bahag, it's really two separate steps. There's Lilmod, is one. And then, once I know more, so then there is a Lulamid, which flows from that, but it's an amazing, it's an amazing achrayas. And in many ways, you point out, we this all the time. We daven for these things every day. We daven avarabah, lil modu lulamid. We daven the opportunity to makabah chachma. We daven the opportunity to share the chachma with others. And be'ez Hashem, again, we'll speak a little bit more about, about the nature of chachma. But, but certainly some very, very important Torah here about the way that chachma is supposed to be given over and the way that it's supposed to be shared. Have a wonderful rest of your...